Welcome to the Get Emergent podcast. This is a podcast about leadership development, improving communication, and enhancing team performance. I'm Cindy Massengill. And I'm Ralph Simone. Today, we have a really exciting topic. I don't know if I should have used the word exciting. We're excited about it. We've just spent (laughs) some time talking about it. We're always excited about it. (laughs) We're talking about the topic of assumptions and specifically how assumptions get in the way of our effectiveness as leaders, our effectiveness as really strong communicators, and how assumptions get in the way of not enhancing team performance. If you think about it, assumptions are the stories we tell. They're the stories we tell ourselves about how things are or about how things should be. I thought we might prime the pump with a quote from Alan Alda, which I thought really frames our discussion. Begin challenging your own assumptions. Your assumptions are your windows on the world. Scrub them off every once in a while, or the light won't come in. And I think that's what leaders need to do. We need to take a a hard look and really scrub off our assumptions. And are they resourceful for us, particularly in this point in time? I love the word that you just used there about are the assumptions that we're making resourceful because you get into this kind of mojo of our flow of our everyday work. And it's hard sometimes to even notice that we are making assumptions. We don't see it in ourselves. We just, we're taking a lot of things for truth that may not be truth, but we're not noticing that we're doing that in the moment. You just reminded me of my favorite expression, fish notice water last. Yeah. We're, we're so immersed in our current set of assumptions, our worldview, our paradigms, that we fail to see that it could be anything else other than that. Right. And, you know, an assumption is defined as a thing that's accepted as true without proof. And, and I don't know if I got this from my training at the Covey Leadership Center, but they said, at best, <laughs> your assumptions are incomplete. <laughs> at worst, wrong. And I thought that was really powerful. And unfortunately, you know, because I'm immersed in my own set of assumptions, I don't know if I'm questioning my worldview often enough to continue to be relevant and resourceful. Well, and that leads me to the question of why is this topic even important? Why are we talking about this now? And I think for me, one of the things is, our assumptions are, they're preventing us from being the leaders that we really can be. Don't you think? Absolutely. So effective, scalable leadership is constantly challenging and scrubbing their assumptions, really making sure that their windows of the world are clear and clean, and they're making choices that will allow themselves and their organizations to create outcomes that matter most. And it's an ongoing job. That word scrubbing, Ralph, I love that word, by the way. And I'm assuming, (laughs) how do you like that? I'm assuming I know what you mean by that word scrubbing, but talk to me about that. So I think the image that comes up is that this thing I used to use to clean my bathrooms, right? These scrubbing bubbles. And they would like just scrub off any film that was on your wall. Well, Our assumptions are this film that kind of gets in the way of us seeing things 
clearly or maybe even seeing them for the first time. You know, uh, what, what got you here won't get you there. And so we need to constantly champ, particularly now, if we're going to stay ahead of what's next in our businesses, if we're going to create a structure that will allow us to remain viable in the future, we've got to constantly be scrubbing, clearing that film off of our eyes so that we have a clearer future sight of what's possible. It's almost, it's almost like awareness, like having a better awareness about our thinking and how our thinking is getting clouded. Would you I think agree? absolutely. I, I think, you know, we, we talk about having a conscious awareness, being fully aware of our thinking and beliefs that drive our behavior and really looking at, are they the most resourceful? And just because they work doesn't mean they're the most resourceful. Right. This is not about right or wrong, but it's really about impact. It's about scaling. It's about creating uh, you know, outcomes that matter most. And so we constantly need to challenge. And we want to challenge our assumptions before we're in trouble, not after. It's pretty easy to question your assumptions when your stuff's no longer working. But mm -hmm. as a leader, we want to be able to challenge our assumptions before things stop working. Yeah, get it before it stops. So what do you think, as we're having this conversation, I have a bunch of assumptions in mind that I even heard, even over the last two weeks with people that I talked to, including myself, what assumptions do you think are the ones that we need to scrub? Well, I think one, first and foremost for me and for a lot of my clients is this assumption around how work gets done in delegating. Right? I think some people make the assumption that if you want it to get done right, I need to do it. And I think that's one that really gets in the way of leaders scaling their own leadership, of utilizing their people effectively, and really you know, getting the results they're driving for because they make the assumption that they're the only ones that can do it. So that's well, one, I think. Let me add to that one. They make the assumption that they are the only ones that can do it. And on the other side of that coin, they make the assumption that the person who would be receiving that task from their delegation doesn't want to do it or has too much on their plate and they don't want to overburden them. Yeah, it could be positive intention, right? And yeah. so without even having the conversation, so you know, this reminds me of what we talked about yesterday. Our assumptions often prevent us from even having the conversations we need to have. We call it missing conversations. But I've got this idea of a project. I think you'd be good for it. Before we even have that conversation, we say, oh, they won't be ready. They're not they have too, too much on their plate. I need to do it. I need to do it. Mm -hmm. I don't want to upset their balance. Oh, my God. In this internal dialogue, and in the meantime, we're saddling ourselves in misutilizing the resources that we have at our disposal. So I think that's one big one. But even priorities. I think a lot of companies assume uh, and they schedule to infinite capacity. And if everything's important, nothing's important. And, and so they think that they don't take the time to say, these are the three to five things that are most important in the next 90 days. They just react to whatever comes in the door. And I think that's an assumption. You know, and, and I think the assumption that is they may be too customer centric. And as a result, they make choices that aren't great for the customer or their business long term. So get ready for this one. Okay, should I be I'm going to give sitting? you my, my biggest my, assumption. Should I put my seatbelt on or what? Put your seatbelt on and get ready for this big assumption. 
This is one I've talked to with several people over the last couple of weeks. The assumption that my boss should know better. <laughs> uh, yes. I mean, that's my boss why. should know better. Why? Yeah. Why should they know better? Why? So, you know, this one, and I, I, we see this a lot. I do it based on somebody sitting higher up than me. I assume that they should know better, that they should do it better. That they should, oh, did you hear that language? By the way, they should. One of our upcoming podcasts is about language. Stay tuned to that. The assumption that because somebody sits in a specific role in an organization, they will automatically do it right. And oh, by the way, I define what right means. Right. And I think we're all prone to that default, assuming that, the, but how could they have had all of the same experiences? Right. And that's why really don't assume they know, don't assume they don't know, and go into the conversation, sharing the information. I think oftentimes, because we make these assumptions, we're not as transparent with the information that we need to share because we think that we might be insulting someone or we think they already know. And as a result, we have very incomplete and very sloppy communications. And then we wonder why we're disappointed later when somebody didn't do what we wanted. I think a lot of people assume that delegating and guiding people with a delegation is micromanagement, when in fact it's really mentoring in developing mm -hmm. Yeah, and sharing information that will help the person be able to be more proficient and more competent. Give me another assumption. Well, this was one that you had on, on uh, your paper, I'm Too Busy. The language that we use, and this again gets to maybe a, a subsequent podcast, I'm Too Busy. That causes people not to look for opportunities. It causes people to make excuses for not planning. It gets in the way, and, and I think, you know, break it down. You know, one of the ways that we get at that assumption, start tracking your time for the next two weeks. Where are you actually spending it? And I think people will find that they're moving around a lot, but what are they actually achieving? And so that really gets back to focus and outcomes for the business. Yeah, busyness does not equate to performance and achievement. Right? No, in fact, I would suggest that one of the assumptions I'm making is people stay busy because they don't want to look at it. They don't want to do the reflection in the introspection and to really do what they may believe is the hard work to make conscious choice on what's most important to focus on. I had one of our clients say to me a few weeks ago a comment about a subset of their team, they're not engaged. Yeah, what's and I that said, mean? I said, what do you mean? And how do you know? And he had all kinds of assumptions about what was going on with a subset of individuals. And he's going to check it out. I, I'm going to put my money on that he's not exactly right, not 100% accurate, and not his fault. You know, I think he has some grounded assessments based on some performance issues and some things that are going on. But just the blanket statement, they're not engaged, mm, I don't think that's what's happening. Well, I want to dig in because you, you, you uh, asked the question that I think is a good takeaway for our listeners. How do you know? And I don't know that we're asking ourselves that enough. You know, how do we know? I mean, I think because we're so busy, <laughs> we don't have enough time. Making an assumption is expedient. 
<laughs> it can actually get us into action, but I'd love to hear a little bit more from your perspective on this question, how do you know? I, I think that's interesting. Well, part of this, our conversation in preparing for our podcast today was I realized that I, that was one of the questions I've asked a lot over the last few weeks, quite often in our one-on-one -on -one coaching meetings is how do you know? And I think, I think it's been just seeing the look on the client's face when I ask that question, it causes you to step back and we just don't do that for ourselves. That's the power of having a coach. You know, this might sound a little self-serving, but that's the power of having coach or even just someone that you trust to listen, kind of hear what you're saying, because you don't necessarily see it for yourself, but it's almost like looking in a mirror and someone saying it back, you know, they can see it. And when you ask that question, how do you know? It causes you to kind of step back and think, all right, yeah, hmm. How do I know? Am I just basing it on because it happened before it's going to yeah. happen again? And that's not always the case because things change. And I, I like this. How, how do I know? And how could I find out? And why would I want to find out is I want to find out so I could make a better, more informed decision. We all have these built-in biases, which are really part of our assumptions. And that's why I think we periodically, daily, weekly, uh, moment by moment, need to scrub those assumptions and make sure we are dealing with the most accurate information possible to decide on whatever we're considering at the moment. Even the how do you know, uh, I'm thinking about feedback. People don't get a lot of feedback. And so how do they know how they're doing? Well, they need to ask. Mm -hmm. And they need to ask in a way, in a setting, which enables them to get useful information. Because how else would you know how you're doing? I think in closing today, Ralph, I really enjoy this topic. It's, I mean, for me, even personally, it's just a nice reminder for me to pay attention to my own thinking and how my own assumptions could be getting in the way of how I'm performing as a leader, how I'm communicating and how I'm impacting our team. I would ask our listeners, one of the takeaways today to play around with this question for yourself, how do you know? Maybe even notice it, watch other people, because sometimes you can see that easier than seeing it in yourself, but watch how other people are making assumptions. I think that's a great leadership practice. It's easier to kind of pick other people speaking incompletely or you know, not being totally grounded with their assumption than it may be to look at yourself first. So I think that's a great starting point and here's another takeaway to experiment with, less but better, which focuses on high leverage essential activities. Mm. That's a great takeaway, Ralph. And uh, to wrap up our session today, we wanted to share with all of our listeners coming up in two weeks is another part of the Get Emergent podcast. Bill Berthel, one of our partners, will be leading the Driving Leadership series of podcasts. And the focus of this will be to have real conversations with local leaders for the purpose of demystifying leadership. So watch for that coming in two weeks.